again, it is Adam. We had the opportunity to speak with Jackie Butler over Zoom video. You might recognize Jackie as the contestant with green hair from, I think, 2015 season of American Idol. But Jackie talks to us about where she grew up and how she got into music. She grew up just outside of Dallas, Texas, and has been playing in a band since she was 12 years old. When she was in elementary school, she told her parents, I want to move to New York when I turn 18. I'm going to be on Broadway. But then a trip to the Warped Tour in middle school changed that idea. Still wanted to be a musician, but this time she wanted to be in a band. She joined a band at 12 with some guys that were a little bit older than her, I think 15, 16 years old. They ended up winning a battle of the bands, were offered a songwriting musician's retreat in Boston through Berklee School of Music. So she talked about attending that, auditioning for American Idol from a hotel room in Ohio, getting moved on to Hollywood Week. From San Francisco. She told us about her time spent on American Idol, how the band broke up like literally right after the show happened, writing music in Nashville, moving to Los Angeles, and all about her new project, her solo project, Jackie Butler, which she's been releasing songs with since about 2018. She also talks to us about her most recent release, a song called Breakup Season. The co-write on the song, a little full circle American Idol moment she'll tell you about, and the music video. You can watch our interview with Jackie Butler on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be awesome if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Jackie Butler. Yeah, so uh, this is about you, your journey in music, and how you got to where you are now. And we'll talk all about your new song and, and the EP, Breakup Season, that's coming out as well. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> so first off, where were you born and raised? I was born and raised in Dallas, Texas. So I was born in Dallas, and then I was raised in this small little suburb east of Dallas in Rowlett, Texas. Um, and, and I lived there until I was, uh, 22 and moved out to Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Rowlett, Texas. How close is that to, I have family that were in Plano, Texas. Is that fairly oh, close? Oh yeah. Anywhere? Plano's like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I remember as a kid going out there to, to Plano, at least when it was like 130 degrees in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Texas is, is, uh, I just spent a month there, um, with family over. And of course I decided to visit in summer when it's the hottest, most humid time of year. And I'm like, I want to go back to LA where it's dry and cool. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I grew up in Southern California. So I, I feel you when it comes, when it yeah, comes to going I, back there, you're like, Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember trying to find a My aunt was like, there's a skate park because I was super into skateboarding. And she took me there and it was indoors and it had to be like even hotter inside there. I'm like, I don't even yeah. know how people do any, anything. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know the exact. <laughs> if it was in Plano, I know the exact skate park you're talking about. It's it was in Plano. It was like indoors yeah, and there's a little outdoor warehouse yeah. area to it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Cool. So you grew up there. What was it like aside from it being a million degrees? Yeah, um, it was, you know, I I've always loved my Texas Southern roots, um, you know, and it, it was nice. I, um, you know, being from Dallas, 
it was always, I was immersed in country music and everything, but luckily, luckily my parents raised me on like everything. So from Olivia Newton-John to David Bowie, to the Eagles, to Bon Jovi, you know, I was to George Strait. Um, so yeah, it was cool. And then, you know, I kind of found a little later, I kind of found the, um, you know, kind of the music scene in Dallas. Once I, you know, I, I started a band when I was 12 years old. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So I, <laughs> you know, I, I, when I was really little, when I was like in third grade, I was like, I, I told my parents, I was like, I'm not going to college. I'm going to move to New York the moment I graduate and become like, I want to be a Broadway star. And, um, and so my parents were like, you know, whatever you do, just set your mind to it. So I wanted to do that. And then I hit middle school and I was like, I was really into, you know, the Warped Tour scene and pop uh -huh. punk and everything. And I um, wanted to start a band and I went to my parents and I was like, I want to do this and I want to start a band. And also I started a band when I was 12 and uh, with four other guys and they were 16 and 15. So they were quite a bit older than me. And mm -hmm. but that's kind of how I discovered the music scene in Dallas. And the music scene in Dallas was very um a lot of metal and punk and everything. And it was really weird being a 12, 13 year old girl playing these dive bars in Deep Ellum and in Dallas um, when all the other bands around you are like in their twenties and they're metal and they're like, what is this like little girl doing here? And then I'd come up on stage and I'd be like, you know, I tried so hard to command the room because I knew I had to gain the respect of all these like metal heads in the audience. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I still love Dallas so much, it's, mm -hmm. you know, my hometown and I love the music scene still there. It's, it's not, you know, obviously what I do, I don't do like the metal and all that, but, or right. country. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. It's, it's my roots. So I always go back to it. That's cool <laughs> that your parents were so supportive. I mean, even yeah. to say, I'm not going to go to college, like in, elementary school to say yeah. i'm not going to college i'm going to move to new york yeah sure yeah. cool whatever you want to do instead right. of like no you will go to college and you yeah. will do this and then yeah you're going to be in all this debt and hopefully I, find a job i'm really i'm really grateful and i consider myself really lucky that my parents were so supportive my my mom was a middle school math teacher my dad's a plumber and um you know, they were like, you know, whatever you do, uh, just, you know, do it 100%. So <laughs> they were like, we'll be behind you as long as you like, whether you want to be a doctor or a musician or what, like, if you just go and do it 100%, we'll, we'll be there. So, um, that is so I cool. myself very grateful for that. Cause I know that's not the case with a lot of people. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, um, you talked about, you know, going, wanting to go to New York and be on Broadway. Were you in musical theater? Were you in, uh, into that prior to starting this band when you got to middle school? Like, were you trained on an yeah. instrument at all early on? <laughs> yeah. Well, I played, I played piano. My, my mom put me in piano when I was, um, I don't know, I guess in second grade or so. And I took oh, piano okay. for six years. Um, and it, it's funny because you know, I was trying to learn to read music and everything. And um, there was this there was this thing in piano lessons where it was like um, you got like extra points. You got like gold stars or something like on the board or whatever. If you memorized things, 
And um, if you like would memorize the song mm -hmm. and um, I ended up always getting tons of points for it. And we were trying to figure out why, because I was so young and everything. And and I we we didn't really understand it. And then it hit my mom that I would come home from piano and I would have her play it for me. I'd have her play the song because she could read sheet music. And um, yeah, my mom. Oh, OK, and so she plays, too. She's a piano yeah, player. She plays piano and she oh, took cool. piano throughout her years and on, she always played by music, mm -hmm. but I would have her sit down, play the song for me once. And then, um, and then I'd be able to play it. And she wow. was like, how are you, what are you doing? Cause she'd, she'd walk in there and I'd be playing and I'd be like trying to hear the note and trying to figure it out. And she was like, just look at the sheet music. And then we found out about like five years into my six years of piano that I was doing it all by ear. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I never and so I never was actually looking at the sheet music. I I was cheating by having my mom play it once, and then I was just hearing it. Like me um, you'd memorize it. I I interviewed yeah. somebody uh, a while back, and they said the same thing. Like they only they couldn't read the yeah. music, and they would just do the same thing. And yeah. the piano teacher one time just switched the sheet music and was like, "Okay, play it." And then they're playing the song they're supposed to. Like yeah. I knew you couldn't read the notes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so on one hand, I'm like, I wish. I would have like I can sit down and read music, but I can't like I can't sight read and like play it right there. Like I can right. sit and be like, okay, that's E F, -A, you know, like and mm -hmm. slowly do it, but I can't just like pick it up and read it. Um, but if you play it, <laughs> I'll be able to sound it out. That's but good. Yeah. I, would, I would imagine that's help more helpful than being able it, to just yeah, look at it, a piece of paper. It came in. It came in handy once I realized what I actually wanted to do and being in like you know pop music and 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 not like classical or anything that I wanted to be a singer and all I mean I most of my training you were asking about musical theater I I was in musical theater always as a kid and mm -hmm. um any pretty much all of my voice training is in musical theater which a lot of people say when they hear me sing they're like I can tell that you did musical theater because I like to have a lot of vibrato and I'm a very loud singer and everything. Mm -hmm. So most, yeah, everything I've done was, was musical theater. I used to do all the musical theater camps as a kid and, um, you know, up until the time that I started my band and then, um, I've always been such a huge fan of Broadway and I, I still am. Um, I'd still love to do that one day, but yeah, musical theater and then the piano. And then I, we when I was in my band, we won this like we won a battle of the bands and actually got to um, we got like a scholarship to the Berkeley five week program and wow. um, which was really cool. So I consider some of that even some of my training um, sure. <laughs> because, because I, it was such a cool experience. We lived in Boston for several months and um you know, it was, it was really cool. And, and I learned a lot and I, and I got to revisit sheet music and all and be like, okay, I know, I kind of know how to do this. Right. Well, so. how old are you when, when you guys won that contest? I was, um, I was 14. Wow. Which, and you got to move to Boston for a few months to attend yeah, the Berkeley's program. Them. Yeah. So we, I was 14 and, um, the 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 youngest age that you were supposed to be to go to the five week program was 15. So they made an exception because we won the battle of the bands and they were like, well, the rest of the band is like 16, 17, mm -hmm. you're 14. 
So I was the youngest to ever go to the five week program. And um, so I'm I'm like 14 years old walking like around Boston, going back and forth to my classes. And we um, <laughs> we actually so my mom and dad came with us. So we were in like this three bedroom or two bedroom apartment or something. We made it into like three bedrooms, one bathroom with my parents, me, my dog, and then four band members for several oh, wow. months. In <laughs> your parents, <laughs> not, I mean, not only did they support your career, but wow. Talk yeah. About <laughs> yeah. So it was, team. <laughs> it was an experience. Like I commend my parents because I'm an only child. So, you know, they had me and then I don't think they ever expected like that they were going to have to be also taking care of like four teenage boys as well. Like sure. that wasn't part of the plan when they only had one kid. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a wild ride, but it was fun. That is cool. And did you, you did the band up until you did American Idol or is that a different band? No, it was the same band. So we changed names. We were originally called Jackie and those guys when it, when I started it when I was 12. That's a solid and, name, though. Thank you. And we were, you know, when you're like young and you're teenagers, you're like, I'm tired of them mispronouncing my name. And I'm I'm tired of them thinking that I'm a solo artist and they're my backup band. So, you know, it was like. So we changed it to Jagged Row was the name of the band. And um how would they pronounce your name? It's like exactly Jason. how it's spelled. Oh, Jason. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. So it was like a whole thing. So we changed it and the guys were like, you know, they think that we're just those guys. And I was like, okay, let's change the name. So, <laughs> so we changed the name and um, we toured from the time I was 12 to the time I was 20. So wow, um, eight years we were together. We toured all over the US, Canada. You know, we played like, we did my favorite thing, which was being on stage, which mm -hmm. that's that's my number one thing. Like I love being in the studio and everything. And of course I love the writing process. Um, but as far as like the thing that just, I love that I hold dearest to my heart is being on stage. So mm -hmm. we toured, we played over like 600 shows, I think in that time. And um, then I got on All American Idol. <laughs> independently though? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, we opened for a few people, but we were never on like a tour with, um, with anyone specifically. Mm -hmm. And, um, we, we did it, you know, we booked it ourselves and, and my dad helped a lot. He would drive, drive our, you know, old beat up expedition around. Cause I was, you know, I was underage the whole time. So, right. um, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. And, and, um, I think when I was like 19 is when I did Idol. And okay. um, so that was towards the end of the band. The the Idol happened around 2015. The band broke up in 2016. Um, okay. I saw yeah. that you did, you auditioned in San Francisco. Is that true? I did. So I didn't, we were on tour and we had a manager at, at the time and I didn't want to audition for American Idol. I didn't want to do it. I was like, I'm not a solo artist. I am, I am with my band all the way. I don't want, I don't want to do this. And my manager and my band members at the time were like, well, you need to do this. <laughs> like, this would be good. Like you need to do it. And we were on tour and my manager was like the last auditions. Cause it was the last season before they rebooted it on mm. ABC. Okay. And it was you got the, the last, last Fox season. Yeah. And it was okay. the last audition. Um, San Francisco was the last place that they were doing auditions. And we were 
in California at the time we were in LA mm-hmm. uh, touring. So we were like, let's do it. And she got, my manager got the audition and I went and I ended up getting three yeses and going to Hollywood week. And it was, it was so, it was just a whirlwind thing. And the whole time I was like, you know, trying to be very clear to everyone, like in the interviews, I was like, but I'm the lead singer of a band, <laughs> you know, like, um, but it was really cool. And then, and I got cut, um, during group week. Um, and one of my best friends from childhood, Dalton Rapatoni was actually on the same season. He made top three. Wow. Um, and he's, he's so talented. He's one of the best songwriters that I know. Um, but yeah, it was, so I, yeah, Hollywood week was crazy. I think I slept like a total of like six hours throughout the whole week. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> just what practicing and practicing and trying to make sure that you yeah, perform. And like, yeah. And like, they'd give you like the song, like they'd give you like your group or they'd give you the song or whatever, or approve the song at like, at like, 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. and then they'd be like okay call time's 4 a.m. <laughs> so like you'd be like well I gotta practice the song and I gotta get mm-hmm. up and do m- makeup and hair because I'm performing on national tv and uh, <laughs> so yeah it was pretty insane afterwards I I like just I went back to my hotel room and just cried not because I had gotten cut but just I think from all the stress and all and I was just like I'm it was almost like relief. Like I was sad to not keep going, but at the same time, it was like, it was so stressful. I was like, it was okay. a lot. Yeah. yeah so you're kind of like, but, okay. Yeah. But I'm I did so that, grateful but- for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great exposure still, too. I'm sure. Yeah. I'll be in like target and people will still be like, were you out of me? And I'm like, because I I've had green hair now for six years. So like uh-huh. people still recognize me as you were that girl with the green hair on idol. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> dang. <laughs> That's cool. That I mean, wow. That did so with with the manager. Were you able to skip the the line of people, or did you still have to wait in the in the line and do all that? In a way, so I actually auditioned in a hotel room in Ohio because, like I said, we were on tour. So, like a few weeks before, we were in Ohio, and I got the call, and she was like can you do like a zoom audition in front of the producers? So wow. I just said innovative like, in prior, prior to a pandemic, yeah. you're on exactly zoom. right. I was like, what is zoom? I don't even think it was on zoom. I think it was Skype. Oh, um, sure. That yeah. company, what happened to that company? Yeah, How did they happened? miss the ball on like, um, their, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. I was like, when was the last time I actually used Skype? Um, but yeah, so I did the audition there and then um what did you sing? I sang uh Why Worry by a band called Set It Off. Um and they're they they were especially back then, they were a small band from Florida mm-hmm. and they were like this pop punk punk band and I loved them so much and I was like I'm going to sing their song. And then I sang one of ours. Um one of oh, our That's cool. Songs. You did an original. Not a lot of people do originals. So I did that for the Skype interview. And then they were like, yeah, we'll put you in front of the actual judges, which were J-Lo, Keith Urban, and Harry Connick Jr. Um, And they're like, and 
the like they told me I had to sing like a, a cover song for that. So I I went in and my call time that day was 7 a.m. I don't think I auditioned for them until 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So you're so sitting around sitting for 13 there, yeah. hours. Yeah. And I was one of the last the last auditions of the day even. And um and then uh I went in and I sang I sang Why Worry by Set It Off Again. Um and I remember we had to like uh contact like their people to get the rights for it because they were like a smaller uh, to band. Clear it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And what's funny is I I know several of the guys in Set It Off now, which is crazy cool. I was gonna say that probably like really put you on their map. They're like, yeah. whoa, this so girl that sings on fan. Idol yeah. wants us. <laughs> and yeah, they were like, so when I when I first met one of them, I was like, do you guys remember when like American Idol contacted you? And they were like, yeah, it was weird. And and I was like, that was me. <laughs> So, but they did it. They ended up not showing me sing that song. So they had me sing a second song. They had me sing. I sang "It'll Rain" by Bruno Mars. Of course, um, right? They ended like, up well, showing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we need to go with something safe. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Do a Bruno Mars song for us. Yeah. So that's what I ended up singing, or that's what they ended up showing. And um, and I remember I got three yeses, and but I didn't think I was gonna get three yeses because. Harry Connick Jr. I felt like he didn't. I felt like he didn't like me as much. <laughs> he he said to me, he said, "There's just something about you that I don't like, that I don't want to root for." Ouch. And, um, and then he asked me, he said, "Are you gonna keep the green hair though for, um, for like Hollywood Week?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> was that that probably was taken out? I'm sure they that was no that, that, that part on was that actually. That part was actually kept in about the really? green hair. I wow. think I think the part about him saying he didn't like me was taken out. Good, because um, that'd be bad. I mean, up, if it's based on voting, that, yeah. yeah. But still, I mean, that's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was cool, and just getting to be that close to like J Lo was like I'll never forget it. She's just like ten thousand times more beautiful than you would even imagine, and like she's j-lo so sure um but yeah it was a really cool experience and um yeah it it's so from there yeah so it, after it, idol yeah. now you have these eyes on you what do you do yeah so we i mean we we continued to tour some and we we got on this one tour that was like right after that was like summer camps and stuff and it was really fun we played all summer and um, then my, well, I broke, I broke the golden rule of, of being in a band. I, I dated my lead guitarist. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so, so we, we dated for six years and, um, in the middle of that summer tour of, um, 2016, right after the idol, like idol premiered or, or it, my episode showed, um, he was like, I don't want to be in the band anymore. And, um, and so, you know, all of this went down, the rest of the band members were like, yeah, I don't know if I want to either. So the band ended up breaking up and like, just the because stuff. of the idol situation, like that's, weird. I don't think it had to do with idol. I, yeah. I never really found out is the thing. It was more about what I think it is, is we started the band when we were all so young right. and since day one, I always knew this is what I wanted to do. And I think they were getting older. They were like, 
you know, I was 19. So they were like 22, 23. And I think they were like, this isn't what I want to do anymore. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that was <laughs> my song's called breakup season. That was probably the worst breakup I ever went through. <laughs> I bet. Like, I mean, not but, only that, yeah, you had not, a boyfriend in the band and the band exactly. breaks up. Like, so, um, but yeah, so after that, I was trying to figure out, you know, like, do I want to continue with, with the name? Like, you know, like, like Haley Williams did with Paramore, you know, and just keep going with the name Jagged Row, or did I want to kind of branch off and be a solo artist. And, and I did a lot of soul searching and I, I came to the conclusion that I, I wanted to be in charge of my own thing. Like it was great being in a band and I loved having that camaraderie and everything, but I was like, I, I like making my own decisions. I like being the one kind of in charge of things. So I changed it and I was like, we're going to be, I'm going to be Jackie Butler again, not Jagged Row. And um, I wanted to move out to LA because that was one thing I always wanted to do. And the band didn't want to. Like I, I had spent so much time in LA and like I would spend, you know, like we would spend two weeks out of every month, like in LA. So LA was like a second home to me, um, but no one wanted to move there but me. So once I became a solo artist, I was like, I'm moving out here for the music. And because I had right after all that happened with the band, I, you know, started doing YouTube and it was musically at the time, not TikTok. And started yeah, my younger growing. son had musically, like yeah. he always brings that up. Yeah, yeah, I was on there when it was musically. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm like, that's what I tell people. And I'm like, and they're like, what? And I'm like, never mind. Um, I think Halsey was on it when it was musically. I think so. Yeah. And um, there were several people on it and it was like, but people didn't take it seriously. Like I had a million followers on musically and people were like, did you really? Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. That's insane. So, was yeah, it just, it was were you just weird. going on there and doing your own songs or were you doing TikTok y type things? <laughs> Back what I originally wanted to do was like, I would go on there and I would play the piano and I would, I would do cover, you know, cause it was like, I think you could do like 45 seconds. So I mm -hmm. would sit at my piano. I would do, you know, covers, I would do some of my own songs and those weren't, that's not what people wanted to see on Musical.ly. They wanted to see either like the lip syncing where it was like, this, right. you know, like the Musical.ly stuff or they wanted to see comedy. And so I started doing like little skits and all and that's what took off. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah, so it was like this weird workaround thing that I, I was doing social media and was on YouTube and, and, and musically at the time. And then TikTok where people didn't even know I was like a musician or know my history or anything. They just thought that I was like, like a comedian, you know, if I can call myself that, like doing like funny skits and all yeah. on, on social media. And I was like, wait, I'm a singer. <laughs> like, so yeah. That's, was, so that all blew up after the fact you had, after you had done American Idol and everything. Yeah. So that was it's interesting. They didn't put that together. Like, oh, wait, yeah. she was on American Idol. Yeah. You it was like the green hair and everything. Like it would, I don't know. <laughs> well, some people did. Some people did. But I think like a lot of, it was a lot of like teens and younger on Musical.ly. And mm -hmm. I guess they weren't the ones necessarily watching American Idol. So True. they didn't like put two and two together or no. So, you know, I, I released my first single as a, as a solo artist in like 2018, summer of 2018. And, um, 
you know, that was like a year and a half after I'd been doing the social media thing and all. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so everyone was like, Oh, she sings now. And I was like, I've been singing. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting because a lot of people were like, Oh, she's just, you know, another social media person trying to break into music. And not that there's anything wrong with that. I have lots of friends that are in social media that are like, Oh, I want to, you know, try my hand in music. And, but I was like, wait, I've, I've been doing this since I was yeah, 12. <laughs> right. You've been doing it. You've been touring. You've, yeah. you were on American Idol. Like those are yeah. all successes that not a lot of people can say that are, have been striving to just do music. I mean, you happen to have a YouTube channel that was successful or in uh, musically yeah. that turned into TikTok, and you yeah. do like a gaming channel too. That has a ton of, I do. <laughs> I do you just crush so, it on the internet. <laughs> thank you. When quarantine started, um, me and a few friends were like, let's do some YouTube together and let's do gaming. And it just kind of took off my, and I created a second channel for it and everything. And now I post um, daily gaming videos. That's right. That second channel. And so um, it's been cool because a lot of a lot of people on the gaming channel will be like, oh, my God, I love your music, which is it's exciting to see the crossover because that's, you know, that's always what I've wanted to do and everything. I've just been lucky enough to be able to do a lot of the social media stuff, which, you know, in today's world, like helps like it's not like, oh, you go play the troubadour and now you're signed to someone right. you know like it's it no is cares like if you, you, know, you gotta build anymore. your own fan base. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah i mean uh it's been really cool and and it's it's a whole different world the gaming world is that i didn't even know was like something that i wanted to be a part of and then when i became part of it i realized how cool it was wow so that just started over when quarantine happened yeah so that started that literally started like may of of 2020, I guess. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. That's really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> well, real quick on the American Idol thing, because you worked with somebody from your season, right? On the new song. Yeah. So, so Avalon Young, um, who we met, we actually both auditioned in San Francisco. We met that day. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So we, we, we went way back from the very beginning of American Idol. I remember her sitting here, sitting there with her guitar, like we were lined up in this room. Um, but yeah, she, she got like top 10 on American Idol. She's so talented, such a talented, uh, artist, writer and performer and everything. And, um, we actually, I didn't even realize it. She lives like, I live in uh, the Valley and mm -hmm. she lives like a block from me and I didn't even know it. Oh, wow. Um, and the guys that I was working with on this on this new project, the whole project, they were like, we've been we've been working with this girl. Her name's Avalon. Um, and we were thinking about like us doing this song together. And I was like, wait, Avalon. And they like pulled her up on Instagram. And I was like, that's that's Avalon. Yeah. Like we were on American Idol together. <laughs> so, it was really cool. It was like a, a weird turn of events that like, um, you know, like we we had mutuals that like I said, the two producers that I was working with, Tony and Marino, they're so talented. And they're like, yeah, we've been writing a bunch with this girl named Avalon and and we want to do this song and uh, like a song with her. And I was like, wait. And I was like, yeah, let's bring her in. Let's do it. Like, that would be awesome. So that was a really cool like reunion that I didn't even 
know is going to happen on this project. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's the song I'm, it's, I'm so proud of it. And it, it turned out better than we could have ever imagined. I feel like so. So breakup season is the song that you have out now, but it's also going to be the title of the record, the EP. That's no, oh, no. actually the title of the, the title of the EP is going to be called lucky. Which I don't oh, know if I've okay. said that to anyone yet. So oh, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's the first single. But I felt like we wanted I wanted to release it first because to me it felt like it encompassed the whole project um kind of as a whole. Like it it represented the project. And and I feel like, you know, there's there's all these things that I I believe in whether that be love or good luck charms, things like that. And breakup season kind of represents that. And I kind of wanted to come out of the gate, you know, with, with this new song as like, Hey, I'm, I am a musician. Cause like I said, it's been like a long road of people being like, wait, you're, you sing, you're a musician, you, you know, and, and I wanted to be like, Hey, here I am. Like, yeah, I've released some music before this, but this is like, I'm at a place where like, this is really me and who I am and, and what I'm doing with, you know, my music and all. And, and so that's kind of what breakup season was. And plus we got to release it at a time that I feel like breakup season really is like, I feel like coming at the end of summer and everything else, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's legit breakup season. So. Sure. Start fresh school yeah. and everything else. <laughs> okay. So this is just the first, this is the first song from the, the project. Yeah. So every, like better me and the stuff that you had released prior to that were just singles that you're. Yeah, exactly. So, and those were actually, all of those were written like back in like, so better me, color me, you bullet, all of those were written right after the band broke up in like 2017, like you know 2017 2018 almost and i wrote them all in nashville so i went to nashville and wrote everything oh so. that's where i'm at now yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> in nashville. um but yeah so those were all uh like written way beforehand and i was like just wanting to release them and and put out music and because i was so proud of those but they mm -hmm. were definitely from a different time you know those were from a time where i was like I said, trying to find, you know, what my sound was going to be as a solo artist and all coming from like this punk rock band and all. And um, so I still wanted to release those. And then um, these, I really feel like, you know, I got to sit down and, and actually write and put out my soul. And, you know, and like now that I kind of am more stable in knowing where I am and what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, and not like just coming out of a breakup or band or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and really finding, you know, what I want to put out there as, as me, as Jackie Butler. So, mm -hmm. so do you have, uh, with Avalon, did she only help write the one song or did you work with her on the, the full EP or? It was on the one song and okay. then, um, and she's actually like, she, um, she, she's been going through like, she had she health issues, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. so she was on the one song and then, um, me and, and Tony and Marino, uh, who are the other two guys that I worked with to produce the album and everything. Um, uh, we wrote on all of them. So it was, it was really cool. And the studio is just like eight minutes from my, from my place. And I'd go there and we'd just, you know, come in and be like, okay, what are we doing today? You know, like, and we could just write and produce all in the same space. And, and it was really, um, 
they're they're the best people that I've ever written with. So that is uh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's it nice ni when you're like when you're like writing and it's like you know like you're like what what word do I need and like they just fill it in right away. You know, it's like it's so easy. <laughs> sure, and I'm sure it was nice to probably write in person and not like. Did you do any like Zoom writing sessions or? We actually didn't because we started we started writing this whole project in in April of this year. So it oh, was okay. So it's fairly yeah. New. So we were like we were we were being really careful. It was right before we all got our vaccines, but we weren't seeing anyone else. So like we got were it. like, okay, we'll we'll do this. It'll just be us three. Like we're not going anywhere else. And then I think like after the first like two sessions is when I got my vaccine. So we were like good to go. <laughs> we were like, so that was nice that we didn't, you know, didn't have to do it all remotely because I'm very a in-person pen to paper, you know, like I'm not like I'm writing on like an old notebook, like instead oh, wow. of like, you know, on a computer. So it was really nice to, to be like in the room together while we were, while we were uh, making this project. That's amazing. And you have a video out as well for the song. Yes. Break of season. It came out the same day, um, which was really exciting. <laughs> What's the video? Tell me about the video. So the video is, um, someone asked me the other day, like in person, they were like, so what, what was your inspiration for it? And I was like, Harley Quinn, um, <laughs> Harley <laughs> Quinn, every, every breakup I've ever been through and, um, just wanting to, to smash things. Um, <laughs> so basically we had this idea because to me, breakup season, we had this idea of like, because the project's called lucky. So, um, with several of the other songs, um, it's called lucky, but there's a lot of like unlucky things going on, like broken mirrors and black cats and mm -hmm. things like that. So I was like, it's breakup season. Let's, let's break some mirrors. And I was like, let's break stuff. Cause it's literally breakup. So, um, the guy that I, that directed the music video, he actually directed some of my band's old music videos. And so I was like, Hey, I'm coming into Dallas for a little bit. Would you want to direct this music video for me? And he was like, yeah. So we, we got together and, uh, we decided to put together like pictures of we were like it would be cool if there were like pictures of different seasons of you with like an ex and I was like well I don't I don't know if I should use like my actual ex's photos <laughs> like, right. like that. so what I actually might not, ended up, might not yeah, I was like I don't know <laughs> so what we actually ended up doing because I was like I could you know like we could get an actor and I could take some photos and all and so what I ended up doing because I was like well I don't want to do that because of COVID and everything else. And I was going to see my grandmother. I was like, I need to limit my people as much as I can. So I took those old photos with my exes and I, I actually, I deep faked um, a fake boy <laughs> over all the pictures. Oh, you like Photoshopped um, one? Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I created, I created a fake boy, a fake guy. Um, with different aspects of different celebrities that I find attractive, like sure. Harry Styles, Sebastian Stan, different things like that. I photoshopped them, created this, created this perfect guy, right? And I then I deep faked him over all my old photos. So a lot of a lot of um, people that like watch my YouTube and stuff like that, like they'll they've already noticed. They're like, wait, that's that's so and so, but it's not. And I'm like. <laughs> so, oh because they've seen yeah, the original 
Yeah, exactly. So it's like photos from my Instagram and everything else and YouTube with different people. And um, it's not them. It's someone else. But I did take the photos. (laughs) Then you're breaking up with your perfect person. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Um, my uh, my cousin Sarah, who did my makeup and all for the video, she's a makeup artist, and she was telling me she was like, "But she was like, what if what if someone comes forward that looks just like him?" And he's like, "Hey, that's me." And I was like, "I'll be like, hey, nice to meet you." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I know I broke up with you in this video, but um, <laughs> let's get back together. <laughs> yeah. <hey. laughs> So I was like, hey, if someone does look like the guy in the music video, hit me up. <laughs> That's funny. That is so funny. I've never heard of anyone yet, like, creating their own person like that. Yeah, I was like, you know amazing. what? Let's, I would just do it myself. Because <laughs> I was I like, I don't it. know what to do here. <laughs> that is awesome. And the, so the project's called Lucky. Uh, are you going to do videos for the other songs in the record? Yeah, I'm actually. So the next single's called Straight to the Bank. Um, and I'm actually working on the music video for that as we speak. Um, and I'm actually planning on, I'm planning on directing it and everything myself. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's in the works right now and I'm excited for that. Um, and that'll be probably releasing within the next month or so. So that'll be the next single Between the writing songs and, and playing video games on your YouTube channel. You seem busy. I mean, you're doing a video a day. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Well, I love the music you have coming out or you have out. It's, it's rad. And the the video is cool too. That's really awesome that you shared that story about the, the photo with with me. Yeah. Well, thank you. And so much for doing this. I appreciate it. I have one more question for you. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Any advice? I I know it sounds cliche, but literally, you know, do do what makes you happy and and be true to yourself. Because if if you're not doing the kind of music that you like, if you're just doing it um, because you feel like that's you know what's in right now, or if you're just you know if if you're trying to push something that's not you. Um, then I think people will see through that. And so if you are doing something that you truly love and you're, and you're really into, then I think, you know, the, the, the numbers will come and everything. Cause that's what, that's what I learned with doing social media is that if you're trying to be something you're not, then people are going to see through that. And, but if you're being your authentic self, then people that, that gravitate towards that are gonna, are gonna keep, keep watching and keep listening. And I I really think as cliche as it sounds, being true to yourself and sticking to that is like the best thing you can do in like this, this social media crazy world that we live in right now. I think, I think staying, staying true to your art, your, your beliefs.